Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 487, where Drew and myself will take you through comics originally releasing December the 12th, 2018. But before Drew and myself get in to what's coming out this coming Wednesday in your local comic book shop, Drew, we've got a preliminary look at the top 10 on numbers from Comic-Con. And guess what, Drew? What? We got two more reviews. Two more of course, reviews. Drew and myself have been soliciting reviews from our wonderful listeners and saying that if we've gotten enough of these that we'll put y'all in a hat, draw, and give away. we got a whole slew of awesome comics to give away to the wonderful listeners who have uh, rated us on iTunes. So we got two more here. we got one from Deftones Fan who says, this is workout fodder. I listen to this podcast religiously while working out at the gym. I actually lose interest in when I work out if there isn't a new episode. The information is helpful, if not only for speculation, but as a poll list person. This helps me decide on titles I might not usually read. Never quit. I gave up on comics for 20 years after owning a shop when I was 15 years old. I started reading again three years ago and will collect until my dying day. Wow. Nice. So that is awesome, Deftones fan. I really appreciate it. Love to hear more about uh, owning a comic book shop at 15 years old. Yes, one of you, uh, Kardashian. <laughs> and that is pretty awesome. And uh, Drew, we can't take a week off because then he won't work out. So yeah, we got to hook that yeah. up. He or she. Yeah, we need that little inspiration in the workout area as well. Yeah, no doubt. And we got another five star review from a fan called BKV for life. Sounds like my kind of fan. Yep. Says, these guys are nerds, and I love it. These guys go in-depth on their comic book reviews. They basically let you know if you should not waste your time and money on certain issues. They go into more depth on the comics that they enjoy and suggest these to listeners. Nice. We'll take that. Yeah, so I want to thank everybody who gave us a five-star rating and review. I appreciate it. I don't know the algorithm algorithms personally but i know uh the more reviews we get the closer to the top and the more uh it's just awesome to see if you type in comics it's nice to see we're getting towards the top there so hopefully get more people in our community more people listening to the podcast and uh that only helps so we very much appreciate it. and we're heading on to the end of the year and i think drew we pretty much hit our goal but let's get some more yeah we'll take more We'll take more. Absolutely. And on the subject of feedback, just Joe asks, hey, can I rate you guys on Podcast Addict? I don't use Apple. Um, fine. Please do. Um, yes. I don't know what Podcast Addict is, though. So if you do on review us on that or any other platform, just send us a link. You know, send us a link on Twitter, Facebook, or send it to our emails uh, somehow so that we know that you did it. And we can read it on the show. But yeah, whatever you want to review us on is fine. And I didn't know there were other things. So that's cool. We appreciate that. Um, is that an Android thing, you think? Uh, I know it's an app, and I think it's available for PC Google. as well. So, yeah. Google product, maybe? Very possible. Okay. Uh, Wolf Warner says, too many key books this week. Hot indies such as Source, Riptide, Prodigy, Rags Number Two, and from the Big Two, first appearances galore: an Immortal Hulk, Namor, Justice League, Venom, Killmonger, J Green Lantern, Infinity War, uh, Moon Girl, and Devil Dinosaur, and Winter Soldier. Okay, uh, that's not possible, right? There can't be that many. Um, I don't know if they're keys, but we'll see. If, wouldn't it be nice if you were right? 
that all those become keys and you got them all. How sweet would that be? <laughs> uh, let's see. Raggedy Joe asks, hey, are you the love child of Ben Stein, a Trekkie, and a bottle of Adderall? <laughs> um, I, is that a compliment? I don't know. There's a couple ways to take the Ben Stein. <laughs> There's a couple ways to take The Adderall, I think, is a good thing. I think so, yeah. Adderall's like uh, Ridlin, right? It's uh, the study drug. It's a study drug, yeah. Yeah, man, that's what we are. <laughs> um, but for real, what publisher do you see as being on the rise? What publisher is the most improved? And which is King of the Hill for 2018? Also... Let me start with... Start with oh, go ahead. Uh, it was a two-parter. Oh, my bad. Also, a book you can't believe is worth that much, in quotes. Um, so let's do the first part first. Go ahead, Kyle. What publishers do you see is on the rise? What is most improved? And which is going to be King of the Hill for 2018? <laughs> Aftershock's been a big deal for me since they've come out. I just like the things they're doing, their creative teams. And for a while, they were pumping them out. Um, I've got a little bit of worry because of the past few months, they haven't had many number ones. So I don't know if they're, they're re- getting ready to just start getting new issues here soon but i really liked what aftershock's been doing as far as one of my mm-hmm. my smaller ones on the rise i always thought they were you know doing great things and i i love most of their books and the way they do things things seems to come out on time yeah and oddly enough um for next year I, you know i'm usually a dc guy but i've been more and more attracted to marvel things and more and more understanding marvel and speaking the marvel language a mm-hmm. little bit more than i have in yeah. ever so i until dc gives me a reason to think you know i love the the, the killer bees and the stuff like that but as far as storylines are going i'm not seeing what i want as much out of dc and for me i'm looking forward to more marvel in 2019 okay not the question but um you're not you're no, not wasn't that it, the so second it's... Towards the end of it was... Which is King of the Hill for 2018. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, yeah, Marvel is King of the Hill. Marvel, you're King of the Hill. Okay, yeah. fantastic. And then you'll just project it forward. In 2019, you're looking most forward to Marvel. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that, too. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Antarctic Press is on the rise for me. Uh, came kind of came out of nowhere. It's a publisher I've been ignoring, and uh, I'm taking a little more notice of them now. Um, I think most improved would go to Black Mask. Uh, they had a lot of new first issues, and their stuff started coming out. Can you out be most improved if you still don't finish a series? They finished a multiple series this year. I think year. the highest number um, they've ever come out with is an issue four. Five. Oh, five? There's yeah, some I, fives, okay. yes. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's the nature of the business now. Uh, if, you're not, if you don't have a Batman or a Spider-Man, how are you going to have a long-running well, that title? That five took 18 months. It's most improved, <laughs> and it's no, my I answer. I'm being rude. Yeah, and and King of the Hill for 2018 for me is Marvel. Um, you know they 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 put a lot of stuff out, and I, but uh, but I do like a lot of it. So um, that'd be my answer as well. Um, now, as far as a book that you can't believe is worth that much, I'll tell you one. Um, unless you've got one locked and loaded, Kyle. Um, is the Edge of Spider-Verse, <laughs> number two, is the first appearance of Spider-Gwen, which I walked into a comic shop and said, I'm not paying double cover for this. 
<laughs> and it is now 137. 137 raw copy. Uh, and I, I just can't believe that Spider Gwen is worth that much. <coughs> it's it's ridiculous. I can't believe Batwang is worth as much as it is. The True. print run is True. so high. Yeah. And really it's all about the outline of a dong. I mean, it's a good book, but... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can't believe it. Yeah, that that's a that's a better answer. I, I like that one better even. <coughs> hey Kyle, um, uh, a little indie uh, film trailer dropped today. It's something called Avengers. <laughs> These Avengers of yours. Yes, and it, we have a title for the film. It's called Endgame, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't get a lot, but it it had. I mean, if you want to go in cold to this movie, which I kind of do, uh, this will be the last trailer I watch. I don't think um, they should put out another one. This should be it. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I didn't even want to know who didn't disappear after the like, last one. You, you and, didn't watch the movie? Well, I didn't realize, you know, everybody, who everybody mm-hmm. that was still around, I don't think. And there was a lot going on. There was a lot of tears in my eyes, so it was hard to see there towards the end. Um, but it was it was a good trailer, and I'm excited about this. Okay, movie. and speaking of this trailer, and again, spoilers if you don't want anything about this trailer told to you. If you want to go cold, um, fast forward a couple three minutes. So in this trailer, you saw Hawkeye, and essentially he is Ronin. He is as his Ronin character, his samurai character. He's got his swords and all this stuff. It took no time at all. For the first appearance of Ronin, written by Brian Michael Bendis, 2005's New Avengers 11, to spike to $50 already on eBay. Dig through your boxes, go to your LCSs, find those boxes. New Avengers 11 from 2005, Bendis, that's your first appearance of Ronin. Um, Get him now, flip him now. Yeah. Um, I don't even know which box to look at. I know it's... it's There's a chance. I've got a lot of New Avengers, so... There's a chance it's up there. That's nice. It's fifty bucks yeah. already, huh? Yeah. Ah, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillip, my boys, um, have re-upped their exclusive deal with Image. I can't believe it's been five years already since they've inked that deal where they were they could do whatever they wanted. Image. It's been five years, and they did fade out, and um, they did. Um, Things that I liked. <laughs> the things, things that can't come blanking. to mind at the moment. That, 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 that are blanking in my head for some... Um, golly, jeez. What was the one I just finished with the... Oh, well. Anyway, lots of great stuff from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. And more to come. Um, uh, the first of which is going to be uh, a new relaunch of Criminal. And they've said that... Uh, they're not going to tell you a lot about how long it's going to go. Um, they're not going to tell you a lot about how it's going to come out. Um, but when a new issue comes each month, you should read it. Because sometimes there'll be two-issue arcs, sometimes it'll be single issues, sometimes it'll be long-running arcs. Who knows? It's going to go um, It's going to go the way they want it to go, and but it's going to be uh, worth the single-issue purchase, which is always fun because I'm a big fan of single issues myself. So I like it when... Uh, when creators make it worth your while. Very cool. Oh, uh, poor little out Kyle for Stabity Bunny. Uh, Stabity Bunny has been put on hiatus. 
due to some serious health problems for writer-creator Richard Rivera. So Scout plans to cancel all um, Stabity Bunny issues 9 through 12 um, and then re-solicit them once they're fully completed by Richard and his team. Due to the uncertainty of Richard's health, a realistic timetable for this is not available at this time. So really fun series. <coughs> it sucks that the guy's um, sick. We wish him speedy recovery and uh, get back to making Absolutely. comics. Absolutely. Wish you all the best. Hope everything goes. And, uh, sir, I will wait for you. Yeah, we will, we will wait for more for more stability. Yeah. Hey, we got uh, some top ten info and um, for the month of November. Um, not quite the details. We'll get those next week. Um, uh, but good stuff uh, over at Comicron if you want to check that out. Um, first and foremost, uh, we were down uh, year to date. We're still down six um, percent in comics sales. So a uh, number of comics sold year to year. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, but overall, for the month of November, Marvel won again with forty three point seven five percent of the sales. Uh, DC did almost 30, 29.5. Image did 8.5%. Um, IDW did 3. Uh, Dark Horse did 2.5. So did Boom. Dynamite did 2. Everybody else was below 1. Um, so kind of the same old, same <laughs> old. The big 3 are the big 3. Yep. Um, as far as the top 10 this month... We led by, of course, the $8 Uncanny X-Men number Jeez. one. Followed by Green Lantern number one relaunch with uh, from Grant Morrison. Um, Web of Venom, Carnage Born number one. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 10 takes the fourth spot. Batman 58 and 59 take rank five and six. Then Amazing Spider-Man number nine actually comes in at seven. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Heroes in Crisis number three takes the eighth slot. Avengers 10 takes the ninth slot. And Venom number eight takes, rounds out the uh, the top 10 with, their, with the, the, last, the last slot in the top 10. So why, Kyle, do you think Amazing Spider-Man 9 did worse than Amazing Spider-Man number 10? I do not know. It is because of your boy, J. Scott ah, Campbell. That's right. That's right. Who did the independently orderable uh, cover for Amazing ASM ah. 10. And that made a difference that it was able to um, surpass its, its younger I brother. I told you on several occasions a, a nice cover can give you quite a bit of fluff on some of these books. Mm hmm. Uh, so, what do you think, Kyle, as far as. Uh, how many are going to be over 100k? Two. Uncanny green. Uncanny green. And what is Uncanny's Ooh, number going to be? Oh, you going to ask me that? I don't know. Um, there, there are one in 1,000, yeah. right? They're going to be 140, 120. For yep. the top two? That's it. That's it? $8 book. You don't, you don't think Uncanny's going to do 200,000? I know it easily could. I just don't want it to. <laughs> I don't want it to either, but I think it will. I think it'll do two hundred thousand. 
Um, Green Lantern, if it ekes over, I think it will. Um, yeah, I think it will too. I think it'll be like a 105 maybe. Um, and you're, I, I agree with you. I don't think Web of Venom is going to crack that, that 100,000 mark. Well, I don't know because Batmans are in the 90s. So it's possible that both Web of Venom and Amazing Spider-Man are above. Uh, I doubt it though. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with two, as well. No, no, I got to be a little different. I'm gonna go with Web of Venom as also being over a hundred thousand. So when Drew and Drew, are I'll done take three. To each other, uh, I'll come back. Uh, yeah, I'll talk. I'll take the top top three or over a hundred thousand. You're taking the top two. And I'm you're going at one forty for uncanny. And I'm going at one fifty. Or yeah, we'll go one fifty, one twenty. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Also interesting are the number of things that uh, were shipped by the publishers. As always, they um, it some takes to them each publisher a little different um, aggressive shipping policy to to get their market mm-hmm. share. Marvel didn't go crazy because it was only a four-week yep. month. So they shipped almost 80. So they shipped 79 comics. DC did 67. And Poor Image did shipped 57 comics just to get 8.5% of the remember, sold. But so. remember, Marvel is also shipping two comics in IDW. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so with only these four shipping weeks, if you, if you look at the totals... Um, uh, the total number of comics shipped were 423. The total number of graphic novels were 399. So if you were um, so inclined and you wanted to read all of it, you would just read read 14 comics every day <laughs> for the entire month of November, and you could read all 423 comics that were shipped. But you'd also have to read 13 trades a day to read all 399 trades that shipped. So, you know, just 27 comics and graphic novels every single day, the month of November, and then you can say you read every. I like it. Do It's doable. Absolutely. If that's all you did, (laughs) and you did nothing, nothing else, then you could do that. Anything else on uh, these numbers that that strike your fancy? That's about it. Let's take a look at <coughs> um, cover prices. Uh, is doing a little um, their top ten mm. for the week of uh, December sixth. So they have as their number one uh, seller, Amazing Spider-Man three sixty five. Well, we bought a lot of these, Kyle, <laughs> out of the dollar boxes. You remember I do. that? Uh, this is the first appearance of Spider-Man 2099, and they are selling raw around ten bucks, and CGC'd uh, around 135. I never CGC'd a single one of these. I probably should have. You had some 9.8s um, at one point. <laughs> I did because it, it was that really nice cover, so you could get mm-hmm. some 9.8s easily. Um, Batman: The Damned still uh, selling around fifty dollars, and grades are coming in at 178. Uh, Hawkeye versus Deadpool Zero. I have this, and I'm not sure. At one point, I was told that 
There's a first appearance of Spider-Gwen actually in this one, but the second print. Hmm. Well, they're saying it's Hawkeye versus Deadpool Zero. Um, that it's selling on an average for $35 a piece. That it has both a Spider-Gwen and a Jane Foster Thor cosplay character in uh-huh. within it. And that is the, the where the yeah, heat is coming I got, from. I got this whole run, uh, zero through five, that I'm probably going to put up tomorrow. <coughs> um, but I thought I missed the boat because the one that everybody was talking about was Hawk, Hawk versus Deadpool zero second print. And I just, I wasn't sure. I, I didn't get, I didn't de- delve into the research like I should have. Yeah. Well, may, yeah, maybe double check on that. Yeah. Make sure you got the right Cause, Well, they're showing the first um, print right there and they're talking about the first print right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're still looking at uh, Ultimate Fallout number four with uh, plots for Miles Morales' Spider-Man animated movie, and that's now at sixty-five dollars. So it's still going up um, with a with a graded value of two hundred and sixty-four dollars for nine point eight. Um, Immortal Hulk number two still has movement with the first appearance of Doctor Fry at a twenty-dollar book. Uh, the Eternals, number one, making an appearance um, around $100 uh, because of the uh, impending movie. It still has some heat mm-hmm. to it. And that first issue of Spider-Man 2099 is, uh, is a $5 I book. Not, not I a lot flipped of those as... I, I flipped my... Those were quarter books. How many of those do we have? Well, I, got, like, I flipped 20 of those. A, an issue, a 1 through 20 run. I got like $1.50 a piece for 1 through 20. Yes. It's how I was flipping these. Yeah. And I, I think I have two or three issues of Spider-Man 29 number one. Yep. But I'm not, I mean, for five bucks. Uh, it's not, don't, I'm, yep. <laughs> this is going to sound stupid, but for five bucks, it's not worth my time to put up. It, it, it definitely is not. It definitely is not. Now, if you sold 10 of them for 50, I could, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. Uh, the aforementioned uh, Edge of Spider-Verse number two makes an appearance uh, at 137 uh, for a raw copy. And a graded CGC is 361. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Infinite Crisis number five, uh, selling for about 1750 This is the first appearance of the, of the new Blue Beetle. And um, uh, Savage She-Hulk number one, uh, is up a hundred percent in sales with a, a, an average cop a, average copy raw copy selling for almost thirty dollars. This is versus is the first appearance of She Hulk. Is that the Dan Slot? He write that, or is that a different She Hulk? I think. Ah, I've almost picked that book up multiple times for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, and it looked like it would have been worth it. Let's see what else we got here. Um, I think that's pretty much it. If you want to head into the FOC? Yep. Sorry. I was looking at one of <coughs> So the FOC is, of course, the final order cutoff. It is your last bite of the apple for books that will be usually uh, coming out in about a month from this point in time. Um, so your FOC is Diamond's kind of last gasp. But you can order these. They'll come in with the rest of the books. They'll come in your pull list if you get them. So if things have changed between the time you looked at a previews and now, this is your time to grab something that's heating up that you fell in love with or 
any other reason that you want to get it. We like to look at it so we don't miss things um, or see if there's things. There's also been a lot of exclusive FOC stuff that we either only see the art on it now or some things are only offered through FOC. So Drew and I like to go through it as, as quickly as we can to just make sure we're not missing anything with the opportunity to simply order it and it to come on and we don't have to go to the secondary market. Of course, Eric and Cowabunga right. curates an amazing list for us and for you uh, for these FOCs. We look at them this evening, and you have normally until about noon on Monday to get a hold of your LCS, if they do FOC, to make sure you get those copies. Or if not, get a hold of Eric at Cowabunga, and he can see about getting you on a, uh, some of those copies as well. So he features about four uh, issues when he does this, kind of things that his customers are talking about, banting about, or he's seen movement on. Uh, first one of that is Batman 62, and we have the variant edition, a Frank Miller cover. That's gorgeous. I already have some of that coming, which is fantastic, but, um, oh man, I'm thinking about getting there some more. It's just so pretty. And then he also has criminal number one from Image Comics, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, and Jacob Phillips on art for that. Uh, we have, of course, Captain Marvel number one from, from Marvel Comics coming, Kelly Thompson writing on that one. Uh, Carmen Nunez Carnero on art, and we got an Amanda Connor cover on the one that he's talking about. That, but I believe there are many, many covers, and many, we many also covers. have my most hated art germ cover of all time. This friendly neighborhood Spider-Man number one art germ variant. I still will get it because it's art germ, but it's the first time he's disappointed me. Don't like, don't like it, it, huh? But it's Tom Taylor. It's Spider-Man. It's art germ. We'll see. Hard to turn really that is. down. And this is where Drew and I will see what we can find out of the FOC. And we start where we love to start in Dark Horse. Yeah, I don't see anything. Here. God of War, three of four. Of course, God of War winning Game of the Year on the Game Awards last night. Oh, really? So there's a postscript to that story that everybody seems to love so much. Down to DC. Chris, we talked mm. about that Frank Miller cover on Batman. I barely got through Green Lantern number one. Oh, by yeah? The way. I could barely get through it. It just was not... <laughs> uh, it was not good Grant Morrison to me. There are definitely a um, couple different Grant Morrisons. I don't, yeah, I don't uh, I don't know, man. I guess i got to read another one, right? I can't give up that quickly when Grant Morrison, but... Ooh, eek. <laughs> Martian Manhunter number two. Now, who's writing this? I've heard really bad things about what, this. What, Martian Manhunter? Steve Orlando. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> I haven't read this one yet, that first issue. Back to crappy Nightwing B covers. Who Otto is that? Schmidt. Who's doing that one? Well, he's Look pretty at the good. cover. Look at the freaking cover. Huh. Oh, he's back in his costume. Uh -huh. That's probably not... Um, yeah, that's a different Nightwing, isn't it? That's one of the Nightwings. Who knows? Or is it even in... Is the Are the B covers even paying attention to what's going on? I can almost guarantee you no. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at well, it, look. the cover A... Uh, well, I'm not going to speculate, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about the Young Justice. I think that'd be good. Bendis, 
and Patrick Gleason, and that cover's pretty nice. Um, I know it's a little all agey, but I think it'll be fun. <coughs> What's your cover choice? I'm gonna go with cover A. I don't, I don't like any character that much, so I just, I'll just go with the straight cover A. Can't go wrong there. Ooh, there's a well, I guess Robin is there, is there variant an... though. Uh, oh, there's a sketch cover. Yeah, Robin variant. Uh, yep, no, look no more. Yasmin Putri, Robin variant. Is that the Damien? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty nice. Ah, oh, crap, I like the Wonder Girl, too. All right, I'm getting myself into money here. Stop looking at covers. Stop looking at covers. Too pretty. Yeah. I don't see anything else in DC that's they got to have nothing else. All right, let's head on down to IDW. Hmm. Now, what's the uh, what's TMNT IDW twenty twenty? Twenty years in the future, turtles. So they're no longer Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're Middle-Aged Mutant Ninja Turtles. Huh. Oh, that might be interesting, yeah. right? Something different, I guess. We get no look at yeah. any cover. Oh, yeah, we get cover B. Oh, that's kind of rad. Ultron Civil War rages across Earth. What are you looking at? The TMNT IDW 2020 Daniel. Is that the same thing or is that different? Oh, that's the only one I saw. The other one was an incentive yeah, for 25 bucks. Oh, cool. okay. I assume that's the um, yeah. cover A. Man, it's awfully expensive. It's a $5 book. Is this a one-shot? I'm going to assume it is. It's worth checking out. All right, let's see what Image Comics has for us. Got four covers of Bitter Root number three. Interesting. Um, couple of covers of everything else. Criminal just coming out with the one, right? Just a just, just one. one I like cover. That. I like that. Here's the story, and boom. Mm -hmm. We've got a second printing for Die already. Um. That's great. Did you read I, this I one by any chance? It's a D and D role playing type of Very thing. Very cool. Uh, so it's characters. Yeah, better not keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't spoil it. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I'm not that big into D and D, but I liked. Uh, I liked the writing. Okay. Gunning for hits number one by Jeff Rogvi. With art by Moritat, the series premiere set in the shady New York City music scene in the mid-80s. Gunning for Hits stars Martin Mills, a record company talent scout with an inscrutable past. Yeah. Ooh. Can't. I do not recognize the uh, Murder Falcon B cover. Vulgar display of metal. What's vulgar display of, uh, what the heck's the name of that album? Power. 
Are you, are yeah, you Google Googling? Display of Power, but uh, I can't remember who. Pantera, duh. So, yeah. Pantera. I did research on the one coming up for our sneak peek, so I'll, I'll let you know what that is. Very cool. There. Hey, uh, make sure you get me one of those. Yeah, the Murder Falcon? So, I don't know if you want me to send my own email. Okay. I can do it. Because I've never... It's hard for me to get through an FOC without ordering something. Yeah, no. What else we got in image? Uh, three rows, 16s, man. I mean, really? <laughs> it just keeps trucking along. I respect that. I guess, but... I mean, look at Curse Words is on issue 19, and they're doing yeah. three covers. But one of them is a hero initiative, so... I mean, I could kind of... That's okay. That means they were probably only planning to do yeah, I two. I mean, Oblivion Song's down to one cover, and it was four or five at one point. Was it? I remember it was. there was definitely think... three or four for the first issue, and I know there was that many for the second issue. Yeah. Anything else in Image? Mm-mm. See what Marvel has for us, and of course we're talking about Cap. In Marvel, if you want any of the slightly higher print run, the 1 in 100, 1 in 200, uh, of course, Calabungas is the place you want to reach out. There's some Adam Hughes books, yep. and we know there's some big Adam Hughes people on that. So, Eric and James will hook you up with some prices on those. I don't remember if I already ordered that art germ or not, but I'm probably going to have to do that. I ordered anything, it probably was a cover yeah. Which is a nice Andrew Robinson cover. Although his head looks a little bald. Look at that Alex Ross, Captain Marvel. Man. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's good. It's going to be yours for $100. And then there's your even your movie variant. Yeah. Pretty cool. There's, you're talking friendly neighborhood there. Oh, they're soliciting issue two as well, right? Yep. Oh, no, that's Friendly Neighborhood. This is Miles Morales. I'm getting yep. confused. Ironheart going to a second print. Really? I wonder if I can recognize if it's a different cover. It looks like it might be a different cover. Yeah, that's, that's a different cover. Hmm, Interesting. Think about that one. I wonder what the Smallwood Man Without Fear issue two looks like. I do like Greg Smallwood. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, and all. If you're spidering, are you reading that? Uh, is it part of? Uh, is it part of oh, Spider Geddon? I just assumed you'd, it was. Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff that's part of Spider Geddon. In the aftermath of, of Spider Geddon, does that count? No. I will drop them all again. Star Wars. I think dropping Star Wars was the right call at 50. Yep. Run away. It's kind of 
Yeah, it's kind of just meandering now. I wonder what a Star Wars See, greatest hits variant is. The uh, Drew Pop Pop Quest, who's Jango Fett? That's one of the Fets. One, one of the, of the Fett, Fett brothers. brothers. Okay, just check. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. new favorite game. Yeah, I think I think he's a young one of the younger Ooh, Fett brothers. Sorry, yeah. that is incorrect. The answer no. I was looking for is Boba's father. Ah, as well as every clone stormtrooper. Yes. Really. That's yeah. interesting. The uh, Star Wars 59 action figure is a Biker Scout. For those who are wondering. Biker Scout's first seen in Return of the Jedi. And the Ewoks. Right before running into a tree. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, let's see... I think that's probably it for me. Yep, let's tomorrow. look at some of our smaller publishers that are taking place in FOC. Some boom studios here, but I'm not seeing anything I care about. I don't care about Barbarella Deja Thoris. Elvira is not for me. Hack and Slash, number two. Yeah, that's kind of <coughs> neat, but I don't think I need uh, any of uh, those variants, so... Uh, there's a 25th issue of Red Sonja, so we're celebrating that with a boatload of oh, covers. Okay. Uh, cosplay Red Sonja. I better take nope, a look at that one just to make nothing. sure it... Yeah. She did a good job on that cosplay. Wow, what if that's a human head that she's got there? Oh my. My type I of looked girl. at the cosplay virgin and I couldn't see it, so there go down to the regular one. Oh. Turok, Dinosaur mm -hmm. Hunter from Dynamite, is back. And there are incentives for 1 in 10, 1 in 20, 1 in 25, 1 in 30, 1 in 40. And so on. Yes. Uh, there's uh, Archie701. So this will be the second issue with Nick Spencer at the helm. We got the Marguerite Sauvage cover A and the Jen Bartel cover B. I don't know who Pit Tilly is on the cover C. That's it. Mm. I think that's it. All right. So, of course, Drew so, and I like to go through our FOC and make sure we didn't miss nothing there. Yep. You'll have, uh, there'll be a link in the show notes for you to reach out and get on this list if you'd like. It's a quick click and add your email and you are good to go. So, let's head on over to previewsworld.com, find new releases, find December the 12th, 2018. And, Drew, let's start where we love to start. Let's start with our image books. Um, let me hop all the way down to Murder Falcon cover B. Do you know what that cover is? We talked is? about this before, and I could not place it. It is. <clears throat> After some research, I had to reach out to some metalhead friends of mine. And um, let me find it. It's called Bolt Thrower. 
They are a death metal British band. Um, this is the cover that's an homage to War Master, their yeah, album War Master. Very cool. Which was, this was designed by a games workshop artist. And they got their name, Bolt Thrower, from a weapon that's used in Warhammer. Ah, very cool. Very cool. So occasionally I do I like research. That. I very much like that because I would never have known that one. That is deeper than uh, my I, I never ago. heard. Did you know? Have you heard the name Bolt Thrower? No, I had never heard it nope. before. So that was very obscure. I'm looking for stuff like Megadeth, Symphony <laughs> of Destruction, Metallica, say, Ride the there, Lightning. If there's a black album with a little snake falcon on the bottom, I'll get that one. <laughs> you know, the stuff that I can, uh, I remember, but I think it might be too yeah. mainstream. Let's see. We got this Sinkevich Bitter Root number two. Cover C, which is nice. Turns out Hey Kids Comics is now a five issue miniseries. We yeah. didn't know. It was just listed and uh, now it's now it's over. We were hoping it'd go farther, but we get it. I was. I was for sure excited about it going forward, but I get it. I get it. Uh, it's got a really nice cover. Uh, that fifth issue, so uh, hopefully it does well. Um, any excited about the uh, Spawn Kills Everyone 2, yep. number one, the bloody McFarlane variant? That'd be the one to get, wouldn't it? I don't know. I like the regular one, too. Yeah. Very cool. And that's it for me in Image. How about you? Yep. Heading on it. down to Dark Horse. Okay, so what's this Black Hammer thing again? Can they just not... Just just keep putting out issues of the series. These All these little offshoots and one-shots and, and side quests. Don't do it. Stop. Cthulhu, Louise. There's another one. Quantum Age from the world of Black Hammer. Both of them coming out this week. But no, no Black Hammer. I don't get it. <laughs> but it's Jeff Lemire. He's prolific. Yeah. All right, 10 announce the IDW. Mm, that sounds yeah, for me. about Star Trek. DC Comics. We do have a we do have a Batman annual. Yeah. A Tom Taylor Batman annual with art by Otto Schmidt, who you hate on Nightwing, and a cover by Brian right. Hitch. So far you said everything correct. There are going <laughs> to be a ton of people ordering this Batman damn number two. I'm guessing issue two will have more print run than issue one. Um, and we're we looking at uh, ball sacks this time. What do we, what do we think uh, is going to be in here? You know, your guess is as good as mine. Probably pretty tame. But what about uh, Batman who laughs? It. You're pretty excited about this, this aren't Jock, you? Jock, what a great job on the art for Jock. 
So good. The variant. I love that Greg Capullo variant. I want that on a t-shirt. That would be a nice t-shirt. We're also excited about uh, the beginning of the Peter Tomasi countdown to 1000 in Detective 994. So that with the uh, art by Doug Monkey. That Mark Brooks cover A or uh, B. Wow, I love that. I did not notice. I sk- I missed that somehow. That is awesome. I thought we saw that during the pre-order. Did I? And just not like or the see, um, like, I just FOC? I, I, now that I'm looking at it, I just really like it. Just comes together really. It's well. really nice. Man. Yeah, it's really nice. You know, maybe that was one that was still uh, unavailable during uh, during FOC. Flashes are great. I mean, I think this is single-handedly one of the reasons why DC can ship less than Marvel and still stay yeah. within spitting distance <coughs> because, you know, people are um, doubling up on some of these things because they're just yeah, so pretty. DC talent showcase. What do we think uh, goddess mode is no, here? Zoe Quinn, uh, art by Robbie Rodriguez. This is a Vertigo book. Oh, yeah, you, we talked about this Godlight. It's AI. for me. You were, you were out. Excited about the new talent showcase. That'll be fun. I know you hate playing $7, $7.99 for something, though. How about Sasquatch Detective? Or Sasquatch Detective? Uh, I don't, I don't know Sasquatch Detective. He seems like a nice dude. No. Okay. He's not. You're wrong. Adam Hughes, what are you doing on Superman 6B? That's kind of neat. But kind of weird. With the yeah, stars? I assume those are bullet planks. Yeah, I like it. I've been convinced. Not bad. Yep. You're in. Another nice frizzing Wonder Woman for the 60th issue. Oh, yeah. We should take a look at, um, next week when the numbers come out, we should take a look at some of these DC titles and these double shipping titles and, and see how they're doing. Well, we have triple shipping here in at. December for some titles, don't we? I think you're right. That's true. So, who knows? Alright, see what Marvel has. Hmm. I'm not super excited about these Defenders one-shots. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm curious about the Fantastic Four wedding special because they're actually marketing it as we're actually going to do this. We're not, we're, we're going to actually follow through. This is actually going to happen. Um, and so I like Ben Grimm a lot. So I think it'd be fun to see him get hitched. There you go. Be happy for a second. You know, I'm not going to say anything negative about my boy Scotty Young. But the Defenders, Silver Surfer, Scotty Young variant, I'm guessing he turned out in about 10 minutes. <laughs> that looks like a yeah, convention It looks sketch. good, mind you. 
but I'm like, that was a quick quick flip. Man, that Art Germ Fantastic yeah. Four cover B. Oy. Yeah, it's nice. Here's your Miles Morales Spider-Man. Brian still freeze on the art. Art looks awesome. Sell it in Ahmed on writing. How do you got her on inside? We're getting close to the end of uh, Spider-Geddon. Got Peter Parker with the Spider Geddon tie in, Spider Force, Spider Geddon tie in, Spider Girls, Spider Geddon tie in. So that means I think the final Spider Geddon would be next week, I guess. So very close Almost to the end. There. Star Wars Age of Republic Darth Maul number one, Jody Hauser, Luke Ross, Paolo Rivera. Rise of the Sith, Drew. You know all about Darth Maul, don't you? He's the guy with the, the two double-headed... Yeah, double uh, yeah. A living weapon of rage and bloodthirst, Darth Maul has stayed in the shadows of Coruscant, waiting for his chance to strike again against the Jedi Order. However, since tasting his first blood, the Sith Lord struggles to contain his desire for destruction and question the wishes of his methodically plotting master. Could Maul have had another path in life, or was he always fated to follow a dark road? Guest starring Darth Sidious. Look who's doing the cover of X-23, number seven. Ashley My girl. That's very cool. There you go. Yeah, it's a nice cover, too. <coughs> I missed this during FOC yeah. somehow. Doggone. say, hey, cut that out and get back to Scorius? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Wait, is Scorius, did Scorius 4 oh, yeah. even happen? I don't think we got all four know. seasons. <coughs> no. Well, I guess if you get Marvel Calls, you probably put down your Scorier's uh, work and, and go do a, a cover yeah. for Marvel. I'm freaked out, Drew. What? Unbeatable Squirrel Girl 39 action doll homage. Yeah. Uh. 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 Is I that a real know. thing? She's looking into my soul. Go away. That's not the final art. <laughs> the, f the final art is even more terrifying. <laughs> the eyes follow you. Uh, that's fine. Uh, but, uh, let's go and see what dynamite has for us. Mm. Let's yeah. see what boom has for us. I guess shadow year one might be of interest to some folks. Yeah. I'm not me. I don't know if Vampirella Reanimator is going to pull me in. No, it is not. But another nice cosplay. Boom. Yeah. Firefly 1 goes to second print. Very cool. Why didn't I read that? I forgot. I need to. Diff in a different cover. Is it? Yep, that's right. Yep. We talked about this. Let's look at some of our smaller publishers. Let's look at our Antarctics, our Aftershocks, and our Onesizes. Archie Christmas Spectacular, number one. Ah. Mm -hmm. It's an old Archie, never mind. Moving on. Yeah, Captain Ginger is uh, from Ahoy. 
heard good things about uh, most of their books. I've I've read High Heaven. That's the one I'm the most up on. But a lot of people are really raving about Wrong Earth and uh, Captain Ginger is supposed to be laugh out loud. Fu- laugh out loud. Yeah, funny. There you go. Land that time forgot. Number one. Well, there's our main cover. <coughs> American Mythology Productions. Bruno Bull writing and Mike Wolfer on art. The the, the dimension spanning four part fear on four world storyline comes to a thunderous conclusion. So apparently we've missed nice. stuff to do this. Maybe. Yes. Oh, we got Mega Ghost from Albatross Funny Books. This is written by Gabe Soria and art by Gideon Kendall. Uh, can life get any weirder for junior occultist Martin Magus? Living in a haunted city of Dunk, Dunwich Heights is strange enough for a kid investigating the unknown, but when he comes into possession of a bewitched ring, he discovers that he now has the power to summon Mega Ghost, a giant supernatural robot sworn to defend the world against the creepy things that go smash in the night. Eh. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know who Rothic Press is, and I don't know anything about Rem 8, but there are issues 1 and 2 coming out. Fantastic. We've got the second issue of Punchline from <coughs> Antarctic Press uh, with a soaring variant. Um, Punchline sold through very well um, and made a little bit of movement on, on the secondary market, so that might be worth checking out. Or speaking of Antarctic Press, we have Team Mobile number one by John Freeman and Andrew Choi. A sinister organization is sending bio robots or cybots to wreak havoc worldwide. All that stands in their way is Mobile, M O B I L E, a global security organization whose agents can call upon the skills of experts in any field they need thanks to the miracle of mind merge. But the text limitations make it dangerously incompatible for anyone too far past adolescence. So the fate of the world rests in the hands of willing but inexperienced teens. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Woof. What am I gonna, what are we picking this week, Drew? Um, I think I'm gonna go with uh Batman Who Laughs cover Yeah, scene. can't go wrong there. That is a very good pick. I'm going. I'm going. I chose that one over Batman Damned because it's yeah. two dollars cheaper. And Batman Damned <laughs> looks good. I just worry about the print run on that beast. Yes. Yes. Uh, what am I picking, Drew? <coughs> I'm gonna go. Fantastic Four wedding special that Art Germ cover B. Okay. Very nice. <coughs> it's a really good looking cover. Fantastic. Right. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we sneak peek through the books coming out December 12th, 2018. If you disagree with our cover B 
or cover C or any of the other things that we talked about, feel free to drop us a line on Twitter, Facebook, reach out on Gmail or any other such devices um, and tell us what you think the pick of the week should be for this week or tell us how crazy and off the wall I am for thinking that uh, She-Hulk cover B is not something that we want. So, again, feel free to reach out. So we thank you once again. So for Drew and for myself, see ya.